Ladies and gentlemen, after two long months, welcome back to another episode of The Locker Room. We are back for Season 2. We're going back-to-back like we Jordan and Pippen. I'm your host, Tommy Tellerino. Alongside me is my amazing, wonderful, fantasy god, sports encyclopedia, Jordan Jeffrey Navarro. Jordan, how you doing today? Tommy, I'm doing absolutely phenomenal. Thank you for listing my accomplishments and my my attributes. I've been getting premium gas all week. Uh, my ego is through the roof. Uh, I bet. I mean, you know, we we just started power rankings in our fantasy league, and and Jordan here was numero uno in the league. I am the Don Dada. I am the El Chapo. He's a little, fantasy football. He's the cream of the crop, as some would say. But that's not happening here today, fantasy football. We're talking NFL team previews for 2022-23 season. Jordan, it was a it was an exciting season last year. It was one of the best seasons. In recent memory, I must say. Especially, you know, coming off the COVID year, we got the fans back in the stands. The stadiums were lively. Cowboys fans were still the worst fans on the planet. It was a great time. It was a good season, you know. I, I think we had a great Super Bowl to cap it off. Competitive. Both teams were were solid all year. And unfortunately, I, I wanted J- Mr. Joe Burr to win, but seeing Stafford hold up that trophy, I was like, all right, I'm, I'm okay with this. I'm glad he got his ring. But as Mr. Jay-Z would say, it's on to the next one. On to the next one. And I think it's right that we start out with the NFC West. What do you okay, think? Okay, okay, I'm, well, I'm with that. You know, I watch that? that division a lot. You do. I mean, uh, is that where San Fran plays? Yeah. Oh, nice. Oh, nice. Yeah. Faithful to the Bay, baby. That's right. You're, you're a faithful man, a family man, and a faithful man. Absolutely. But, um, you know, we'll start out with the Rams. You know, last year, like we said, they went all in for the chip. Got it. They signed some key players, traded for key players, including OBJ, Von Miller. But they also lost some of that talent. And they're still a powerhouse to deal with, though. Some of the key players they come in the season with, they take Seattle legend Bobby Wagner away from him. He's going to upgrade that linebacker core tremendously because they they were dog water basically. Um, you know, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but it's been the Von Miller, of uh, yeah, I mean it was weak. It it was weak. They they add Allen Robinson who I think is going to be a stud as a wide receiver, too, on this team. You know, he already has Cooper Cup. He's going to take over the role of Robert Woods, probably. That, that's a great upgrade, I feel like. Yeah, I mean, Allen Robinson, um, coming into last season before he decided he wanted to stop playing for the Chicago Bears <laughs> um, and just stop playing football in general, he was quarterback proof, man. He was yeah. one of the best receivers in the league, and it really didn't matter who was throwing him the ball. And now he has an actual quarterback who is good at football, 
I mean, his career can only take off from here. I mean, he had Blake Bortles and Andy Dalton in Chicago along Listen, with man, there's, Nick Foles. There's a million different quarterbacks yeah. in Jacksonville, a million different in Chicago. There's too many to name. And then the also key gain for this team, I feel like, Kyron Williams. I think he could settle in as a nice third down back for this team, help him out. Former Notre Dame legend for you. Yeah, we would have won the Oklahoma State game if he played. But, yeah, <laughs> he's you know very, very good. He's really good in pass pro. He's been asked to do a lot of things that running backs struggle with at the pro level. And he's a guy that, like you said, he can he can make an impact. Now, I don't think he's going to take any work away from Akers or Henderson, but he's a great guy in pass pro and third down back for sure. And then that was really it for the key gains. But like I said earlier with the losses, you have Von Miller who left. He's probably going to end his career in Buffalo with that six-year deal. We'll get to that in another episode. We're sticking to NFC today. Robert Woods, you know, he, he tore, I believe it was his Achilles midseason last uh, year. ACL. ACL. That's, that's a tough way for him to go out. He was solid in his years in L.A. You know, I feel like he was a big part of the reason why Jared Goff was putting up the numbers he was. He was a very reliable guy for him. And they're losing the big man, Whitworth, who's finally retired. Thank God. I mean, he, he was getting up there in age. And they're losing Darius Williams, you know, corner. Signed a three-year deal with the Jags. 71 tackles on the season last year. I don't think a lot of the losses are going to step them back very much, though, I will say. The Whitworth loss is interesting because um, the 49ers and the Rams, I feel like their offensive lines are much more evolved around scheme than they are individual talent. But Andrew Whitworth was one of the best leaders in the league. He's one of the best people in the league, and he was still a phenomenal tackle. And that is a loss that even with scheme, that individual talent level will be hard to replace. But I think they'll miss their, his leadership and who he is as a person more than they will his, his play necessarily. I agree because, like you said, he was a leader on that team for a while. Since he got to the Rams, you know, he was a leader in Cincinnati too. And I don't know who's going to step up in that role this year. You never know. It could be Stafford. could be Cup. It could be Jalen Ramsey. It could be Aaron Donald. You know, you, they got a lot of star-studded players who can do that. But on the offensive end, losing Robert Woods and OBJ, coming back with Allen Robinson, can't ask for anything better than that, I feel like. Yep. And, you know, Robert Woods, uh, it's a loss. But like you said, I mean, I think Allen Robinson is, a, is an upgrade yeah. in every facet of the game. I think he's a better route runner. He's got better hands. You know. He's got big hands. He's got big hands. He's got big hands. Not Kenny Pickett hands. Not Kenny Pickett hands. Big hands. He's got he's got <laughs> big hands. But um let uh, let's go over some of the last season's stats for him. Twelve and five record. Put up four hundred and sixty points. That's seventh in the league. Three hundred and seventy two points against that's fifteen. Number 7 old line in all of football, which is pretty good. But like you said, that's probably going to take a drop with Whitworth gone. And they had a 40.7 run play rate, which I think it's going to hover around the same this year. 
I don't think uh, – I know Cam Akers, they're going to have him for a whole season, hopefully. I don't think it changes much. Yeah, I I disagree. Um, I think that they're going to pass the ball way more. Um, I think that it kind of happened in the Super Bowl where they didn't run the ball too much. I think Cam Akers and Daryl Henderson are going to be in a committee, to be honest, and I'm not usually one to want to say that because Sean McVay's really never shown that he'll use a committee like that, but I, I do think they'll be in a committee, and I think they're going to rely on Matt Stafford um, as long as his elbow thing is not yeah. you know, super bad or whatever, but I do think that uh, they'll, they'll pass the ball more than they'll run the ball. I think, uh, talking about committee with Henderson and Akers, I think... When, when Henderson was on the field, he was really productive, I felt yes. like. I think you have to go committee just because if you want to get the most out of your run game, I feel like you got to go them one and two just because they, they're both different runners. But Henderson's he, he's, he's a lot stockier than Cam Akers. He's yeah. built. And Akers, is a little bit, he's a little bit more shifty out there. But Absolutely. Let me hear some bold predictions from them for you. So, I got bold predictions. I got a one-word description for this team. We'll start bold. Like I said, I think they'll they'll pass the ball more. I've got Matthew Stafford breaking the passing yards record. The um, stove is on this episode. I'm a, Jordan, <laughs> Jordan is Mr. Hot Take. Right. I'm just going to uh, say that right now. I didn't like what I saw from Cam Akers. Obviously, it was Achilles injury. I get that. But like you said, Daryl Henderson was very productive. I don't see a way that they can just forget all that and go with Cam Akers. I understand that Sean McVay likes to have that workhorse. He's the same as Kyle Shanahan in that regard. But I do think that they're going to go with committee and they're going to rely on Matthew Stafford a lot more. And I think, I mean, Allen Robinson, Cooper Cup, Tyler Higbee will be back, Van Jefferson, um, they might get OBJ back. You know, they've said that they want to resign him. I don't think he'll play this season, but who knows? I mean, they have a lot of weapons, and I mean, it's it's within reach. And second year in the system, I mean, he did it in the first year. You know, he put up all those yards, and he had forty-one touchdowns. So, I think Matthew Stafford breaks the passing yards record. You better be icing that elbow every day. <laughs> yeah, as long as the elbow's yeah. fine. I have another one. I've got Jalen Ramsey leads the league in interceptions. Trayvon Diggs got all the love last year for being Mr. Pick 6 and, you know, Mr. Pick it off. I think Jalen Ramsey, you saw his Super Bowl performance. It was not up to Jalen Ramsey's standard. I think he's going to take that into next season, even though they won. And I think we're going to see the best season Jalen Ramsey has ever had. And that leads leads me to my – oh, go ahead. No, I was just going to say that's very possible. I, I think the only way it doesn't happen is if – you know, he's such a shutdown corner where they don't throw to the receiver yeah. he's on. I, and that's the only way I can see him not leading the league. It's going to be a Darrell Reeves situation where they don't throw to him, but I think yeah. he, every time he gets the opportunity to pick a ball off or make a play, he's going to make it this season. And the word I used to describe this team was malleable. I think that they can win. You can replace that with versatile, I guess. I think they can win any type of game. A defensive game where it's a grit and grind, you know, running the ball it's low scoring. They can win that. They have one of the best defenses in the league. High scoring, high powered shootout against the Chiefs or the Chargers. They can win that absolutely. And I just think this is the most versatile team in the league. 
I, I'm very glad you said that because, you know, I I was looking at this schedule. They got they got tough teams on here, but like you said, they can they can win shootouts. They got they got to face. Here's all the playoff teams from last year that they face. They face the Bills. They face Arizona. They face the Niners. They face Dallas. They face the Bucks. They're going to face um, Niners again along with Arizona. And they face Vegas. They face Green Bay. That's nine games right there against former playoff yeah. teams. That's a lot. But with the talent and roster they have, they have very winnable games. Yep, absolutely. And I was I was looking at I broke down I broke down my uh, my notes into three sections. I got their ceiling record, I got their floor record, and the in between, like the average record, I think what's most likely gonna happen. Their ceiling, I'm saying fifteen and two. Okay. I think they'll I I think they'll lose one game to the Niners. Just because, you know, Kyle Shanahan is their father. Yeah, absolutely. He is their father. I mean, just just look at the tape. And I also think it's possible they lose to a team like the Bucks, or, or actually it's 10, Kansas City, I forgot to. I can see them losing the Bucks or Kansas City. Just for like yeah. one of those. But um, they're, they're at what I think is most possible, 12 and, 12 and 5. I, I think it's 13 and 4. 13, yeah. I think um, just because, you know, you're going to have those weeks where, like, they don't show up. It, it happens every team every year. But their yeah. floor, I don't think they go worse than 10 and 7. Fair. And that's, you know, that would be with some, some major With injuries. injury, yeah. That, that's, yeah, my floor rankings are, like, based off, like, everything basically goes wrong for them in, in the season. Yeah. <laughs> But um, anything else you want you want to add on the Niners? Do you have any record predictions for them? Uh, on the Rams, no. Yeah, or I'm sorry, on the Rams, we're uh, Vegas, Vegas. They have Vegas has them at ten and a half uh, for the wins, which seems very low to me. Um, when I look at some of these other win predictions, I have I would go over that. Um, I'm willing to bet on the Rams winning more than ten and a half and uh, thirteen and four record for me. Yeah, I mean, I think it's I it's very likely. I mean, they're coming off as Super Bowl champs. So they they're basically almost the same roster. So yeah. But let's go over to um, you know, their dad's team, Kyle Shanahan, the Forty ers Would you like to take this one away? Since you know that is that's that's your that's your team, well, man. Or do you want me to? Well, I'll go. Okay. The Forty ers last season. Um, I don't have all the stats like you, Tommy. You can back me up after this. But to to put it in perspective, last season, we started off very slow. Jimmy Garoppolo was the quarterback. People were calling for his head, calling for Trey Lance to be in. And they went on a run at the end of the season, made it to the NFC Championship game once again, and lost a heartbreaker to the, to the Rams. This team retains most of its defensive talent. They lose a couple defensive linemen. They're losing Jaqueski Tart. And on the offensive side of the ball, there's not many major departures. Um, we just waved it to Michael Hasty, but that's not really. I mean, that doesn't. That's really no big deal. Yeah, we gained Danny Gray in the draft. 
drafted TDP. That's pretty much it on the offensive side of the ball. Oh, losing Alex Mack is huge at center. And it's Trey Lance's team now. And if I had to give a give a look at 2022, it's it's Trey Lance. Trey Lance's team. And this team is going to feel a little bit different than it did with Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah, I mean, I what I have here is it, it's Trey ball now, baby. This is Trey's team. You know, this is more. This is going to be a more dynamic team. Yes. You're going to have. You know, we talked about this off camera. Trey's going to make plays. You have to watch out for that now. It's not where Jimmy G's just going to make that one read and make that safe read. Trey's going to be. It's going to be different. It's, he's he's a statue. Jimmy is a statue. Yeah. Um, Nothing wrong with that. Yeah, Nothing they did bring him back. Um, he's. I don't personally think he sees the field unless Trey gets hurt. I don't see why they would bring him back and then want to create a quarterback controversy, especially a guy that they've kept away from practice the entire preseason. That's just me. Um, but, yeah, like you said, it's more dynamic. Jimmy, the one thing that I'll say that he's elite at or borderline elite, he can throw in the middle of the field very well. Uh, a lot of quarterbacks don't like to live in that area. But he lives there, and he does a great job at it, but he won't attack you outside the numbers. And Trey is willing and is able to throw the ball deep. He will attack you on the outside of the, outside the numbers, and he keeps plays alive. You know, there's not going to be moments like we had last year with Jimmy where he steps up in the pocket and, you know, he just can't get out. Trey is going to get out of the pocket. And he, you know, adds to the rushing game as well with his legs. He's a threat to, you know, on read options and option plays, things like that, to – to keep it and go himself for 70 yards, you know, or something like that. So it's definitely more dynamic. I'm glad that you said that. He makes the plays and he throws outside, and that's what you – you need that sometimes. As the Bee Gees say and you say, he's keeping alive. He's staying alive, baby. <laughs> but um, one of the gains that they added on defense, I feel like, is Javarius Ward at corner. Oh, yeah, I forgot all about Javarius Ward. Yes. Just because – that's one of those corners they haven't had in a while. Like, I feel like he could be better than what Sherman was in the system because Sherman was on his last leg. Yeah. But uh, other than that, I don't think there's any more gains. A loss, you could say Raheem Mostert, but he barely saw the field the last two seasons. Yeah. And, you know, you replaced him with Elijah Mitchell, who's yeah. similar player. Doesn't have the acceleration of Raheem, but similar top speed. And do you think you know, Tomlinson gone off the line. Is that really – you think it's going to be a factor or no? Uh, definitely a, another one I missed. Sorry, I'm all over the place No, today. you're good. No worries, uh, my man. Yeah, Lake and Tomlinson, definitely a big loss for this team. Uh, he was really rounded himself into one of the best guards in the NFL, in my opinion. The thing that won't hurt us with him leaving is the person that fills his spot gets to play next to Trent Williams. And Trent Williams is <laughs> – the best offensive lineman in football. Uh, I don't think it's particularly close. And the guy that is filling in is Aaron Banks. He's going to make sure Aaron Banks is in the right position. You know, it's really just pass pro because run running uh, run blocking will be very easy when you have Trent Williams on your side of the field. Yeah. So you don't want to see that man in motion. That's, yeah, absolutely. That's your not. worst nightmare right there. It's reading off some last year's stats. Ten and seven record. Uh, 427 points scored, 13th in the league. Only gave up 365, which was ninth. Uh, run play rate, 48.4. That was top four. And their O-line was third. 
I think it's going to take a little bit of a hit with the O-line, but they're still going to be one of the better ones, I feel like, just because, like you said, they got Trent Williams. But let's hear some bold predictions from them. Let me let me hear some bold predictions for your team. Uh, I think I have them as the second-best defense in the NFL. Um, we're actually going to talk about who I think the best is a little bit later. But that that's not bold to me. I just that's something I believe. My bold prediction is Nick Bosa wins Defensive Player of the Year. Um, he's been disrespected. You go look at the player list. He got voted way higher than Max Crosby on the players list. The list that you know players rank themselves. They rank their peers. He was way higher than Max Crosby. The NFL writers, however, did not get him on an All Pro team last year after having a phenomenal season. I think Nick Bosa will take that disrespect to heart. I think he's going to win Defensive Player of the Year. And I think the 49ers will lead the league in rushing easily. Um, we are, you know, Kyle Shanahan, that's what he does. That's the system. It's out, you know, run zone, uh, outside zone. They're already in a lethal running attack with the offensive line the way it's set up in the scheme. Now you add Trey Lance, and it's not Jimmy Garoppolo behind the line. When you know he goes for the handoff, he's handing the ball off. Now you have to worry that Trey's going to keep that, and I think adding his legs to this this team will will get us to lead the league in rushing. And I think one word to describe us is smart. I think everything they've done this offseason has been smart. Uh, it hasn't been flashy. That's various word pickup. You know, they they realize we need a number one corner. He's a young guy. You hope he can build into that. And you know, bringing Jimmy back smart. If Trey gets hurt, now the season's not over because Nate Sudfield he's he's not. He's not keeping this team on a on a Super Bowl trajectory, but Jimmy can, and we've seen that. So I'll, I'll give him smart for the one part. And, you know, quick thought. I want to go back to Trey running running the ball now, just because with that factor. How much does that affect Debo in the run game? Uh, I think Debo will get his work in the backfield, but if you look last season, it was out of necessity. Yeah. I mean, it's a running joke uh, in the fantasy community that – the 49ers have a committee. We don't. It's always one guy. The issue is none of them can stay healthy. Uh, it seems like a committee because there's a new guy back there every week. There's a new number one because no one can stay on the field. And it got to the point where we needed Debo to go back there because we're Jamichael Hasty's taking 15 carries a game. You know, no disrespect to Jamichael Hasty, but I mean, it's not, I don't want him on the field for more the than 50% game. of my yeah. snaps. Yeah. So, I, out of necessity, Debo ran a lot. I don't think that'll happen uh, this year. He's obviously so dynamic, you're going to put him back there. It's just a whole new element to our offense. But I don't think we're going to see him get used in the backfield nearly as much. I, I kind of hope he does because I have him in one of my fantasy leagues, I, I will say. <laughs> but, um, you know, I think this is a solid team. They're keeping most of their core intact. And we didn't even talk about Fred Warner, who I think is one of the best linebackers in football. He's a general, a leader on that defense, along with Bosa. I got them going eleven and six. Same. That is the same record I have. You know, they their ceiling. I got them going thirteen and four. I think you know there there's many games on here where they might get challenged, and they'll answer it. Couple of the teams I think that are going to be where I don't see them winning. I think Kansas City is going to be a really tough game. Yeah, I think 
you know, I think the Raiders could be a tough game for them just because they're a very dynamic team in the, with wide receivers. I feel like Adams could go off. I think I, you got to worry about Hunter Rengo. You always got to worry about that. Very. But, you know, Chandler Jones, you know, he, he's, he always takes games against San Fran personal. You know, he's division rivals with him for a while. But other than that, like, I have, like, a couple games that could go either way where they lose. Their floor, I don't think it gets worse than 9-8. and eight. I think that's – either way, they're going to stay above 500. Especially with Jimmy, uh, you know, if Trey was to get hurt. I, yeah. Yeah. Anything else you want to add for the, the Niners? No, I think we covered pretty much everything. I'm going to go to um, the other son – of Kyle Shanahan, the Arizona Cardinals. You know, big off-season news. Murray gets paid. Uh, he has a bedtime, and he has to <laughs> study. But he's playing Warzone, so that's good news. And it's um, a double XP weekend. Yeah. He gets he gets three hours a day to drop into Verdansk, or I think it's Caldera now, Caldera, and you know he gets to he gets his relaxation time. Yes. And then D-Hop, you know, he's suspended. I get that uh, they, they're pretty upset about it, but, I mean, it, he failed the test. I, I feel like you failed it. So I, I know that, like, you're upset, and they're saying it was like, it was like barely, they said, right? Like he barely but, failed know, it. Yeah, it's like cheating on a math exam. Yeah. You know, I only pulled my calculator out this one time when you told me not to teach it. Yeah. Just barely. I only did it one problem. And, and it's like, we all knew that it happened because, you know, he gets, a, a lot of athletes, they use it when they get injured. That's that's when yeah. they try to get them. And it ha- he gets injured. They tested him while he was coming, or came back right from injury or during his injury. So it's yeah. like. Pops positive. Yeah. And it's fear not, not like, Tommy. Fear not. Yeah. It doesn't Hollywood matter that he failed the test. Hollywood. Hollywood, bro. Do your dance. Do your dance, A.B. Your it's cousin is in Arizona now. But, um, you know, this is – I feel like this was not a great offseason for Arizona. They had a lot of key departures, including Chandler Jones, who was just a monster for them almost every year. He was leading the league in sacks, like, almost every year in Arizona. You're not going to be able to replace that. I know you still have J.J. Watt, but he has the back of an 85-year-old. I mean, it's it's ain't going to happen. But like you said, they gained Hollywood Brown. They uh, gained Trey McBridge. Well, other than that, they added a little bit to the running back core, but that was about it for the gains, I feel like. And they lost they lost Chase Edmonds, so the gains yeah. they did have are kind of offset. And I'm, I'm glad you, you brought up the losses, because that, that was the first player on my list, and then... The other one was Christian Kirk, who, you know, he was a great wide receiver, too, for him. Had hey, big plays, out, big games. Shout out Christian Kirk. He got all the wide receivers yeah. paid this offseason. Uh, him and Trent Balky shifted the entire power paradigm, and he is the main reason that A.J. Brown is no longer a Tennessee Titan. So shout out Christian Kirk. <laughs> and then the defense, other than Chandler Jones, I also had Jordan Hicks as a key departure. I just because you know he, he was there a while, and he's a leader on that defense. Yeah. You know, it's always tough when you lose a veteran linebacker like Jordan Hicks. 
especially when their linebackers weren't that great. Yeah, at, you know, at least like a middle middle linebacker area. They keep drafting athletic freaks. Yeah, uh, like Zayvon Collins, who is my bold prediction uh, for him, and Isaiah Simmons, who's also an athletic freak, and they just haven't really turned out that well. Um, but yeah. Now, let, let me hear this bold. Uh, do you want me to read uh, last season's stats first before you put this bold prediction in? Or? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Right. Let's get through this. So they went 11-6, and six, and they they were hot, and then Cliff Kingsbury got exposed. Happens every year. And, you know, those double XP weekends just kept racking up, I swear. <laughs> it just seemed like every weekend I was on the game. And then, like, I would drop in and I'd get killed by Little Football Baby 3. And it's got to be Kyler Murray, right? I'm a Little Football Baby, Kyler Murray. I know he's phase K1 or whatever. Uh, you know, I, I guess that's his new gamer tag. But I got killed by Little Football Baby a couple of times. I'm pretty sure it was him. Oh, man. He's got he's got school the next day. What's he doing? <laughs> but, um, you know, they were top 11 in points with 449. Only gave up 366, which I thought they gave up way worse or way more. I, that defense was pretty good last year. Uh, run play percent around forty three percent. Their O line was fifteenth, you know, middle of the pack. But I feel like it hasn't gotten any better. I think it's yeah. taken a few hits. I think it's just going to be. It's going to be around the same. I don't see it upgrading. Yeah. I don't really see it regressing that much. I mean, they got to start Will Hernandez, so it's they're it's not going to be too promising. Fair. Very fair. <laughs> but um, let me hear this bull prediction. Uh, two, just like for every other team. Uh, we'll do the Zayvon Collins one first. I have Zayvon Collins as their best defensive player this year. Um, I like the way he progressed uh, towards the end of last year. Them losing Jordan Hicks, you know, he'll have to step up. And I, I, I just – I'm really in on Zayvon Collins this season. I think he'll be he'll be the, the best defensive player for the Cardinals. And I have another one, Tommy. <clears throat> I'm lighting the stove on fire. You'll see it. They have, they have DeAndre Hopkins. They have Marquise Brown. But there's a forgotten man, a guy I was high when he came out of college. I was high on him, Rondell Moore. They used him as a gadget player. I have Rondell Moore leading this team in receiving. Woo! All right. Okay. I Listen, Hop is out for six, six games. Everyone assumes it's going to go to Marquise Brown. That's fair. Marquise Brown is definitely going to get his share. I also know Marquise Brown can barely catch. Uh, Rondell Moore has hands. Yeah, he's a great route runner. He is dynamic with the ball in his hands. And I think he's going to get a lot of Christian Kirk's work. And I think he's going to get a lot of the targets that Chase Edmonds may have gotten. Uh, I definitely could see it happen. He came up with some big plays last year, and... They might re- need to rely on him because I I don't know, man. This team is just average to me. Yep. And it's nothing, I, nothing pretty. I'd, I'd describe this team as wild. Yeah. Um, I think their offseason was all over the place. Um, there's questions about Cliff Kingsbury. There's questions about Kyler Murray's commitment and leadership. It's just wild in Arizona right now. I, You know, this is a team where if they – Competed with Seattle for last in the division, and Cliff Kingsbury is a fraud. I'm not surprised. If they're one of the best teams in the NFL, I'm, I'm not surprised. I think they have some of the widest range of outcome 
for an NFL team. Yeah, and, you know, speaking of Cliff Kingsbury, this is his – it's got to be it for him after this year. The, yeah. you got to get someone else in there after. He's blown so many good seasons, I feel like, where he just collapses. The only reason he has a job in the NFL is because of Patrick Mahomes. He was supposed to be a USC offensive coordinator after getting fired at Texas Tech. That, I mean, just getting him in general was wild. I don't care what anyone says. I don't think he was ready to be in the NFL when he started, and I don't think he's a good head coach now. You know, it's and he's paid his guy. Yeah. He, he went and got Kyler Murray when they had Josh Rosen on the roster, which isn't saying much to be fair. Josh Rosen's not. There were nine other mistakes, good. Jordan. Yeah, but <laughs> Kyler Murray is his guy, and they paid him. He's tied to him. And, you know, if Kyler Murray can't mature, which, you know, we're not in the building. This is all hearsay. I don't like to you know say things like this about players. But, I mean, you know, it seems like on the sidelines sometimes he is pouty. Yeah. If he doesn't mature and become a leader, then they could be looking real bad in Arizona. He's going to get his juice box and sit on the sideline <laughs> with his arms folded probably. Uh, now, Tommy, I, it, I'm assuming we're moving on to Seattle. Tommy, I have just just – can can we not? Oh, um, before listen. before we get to Seattle, I have Cardinals right now going eight and nine, ceilings ten and them. seven, floor six and eleven. I have them at nine and eight. They're very similar. I like the way you think. But Seattle Seahawks, can we it's not time listen for a listen. rebuild? <laughs> Seattle <laughs> Seahawks country. That's rebuild. You're, you're bad. You're bad. <laughs> My one but, word to describe this team is terrible. Terrible. I think that, I, like I think you said, describes them. we got to keep it short and sweet with this one. Russell Wilson's gone. What now? Pete Carroll getting the retirement home after this season. Um, two key players you're gonna dra- you draft for the future. Ken Walker, Charles Cross. Could be the future. Who knows? You lost your basic core in Russell Wilson, Bobby Wagner, and Chris Carson, which I I hate to see him retire. It's very unfortunate with a neck injury. But uh, last season stats, 7-10, uh, 395 points, 16th in the league, which is pretty high since they had Geno Smith for half the year. Yeah, hey, Russell Wilson. But their defense was not as bad as I thought. Only 366 points allowed. That was number 11 in the league. Don't worry, crazy it's, it's going to be a lot worse. It's going to be a lot higher this year, but I guess Jamal Adams held it down a little bit. Um, O-line, 25th in the league. Shocker. It was like that every year for Russell. Um, I have him going 5-12, and 12, ceiling 7-11, floor 3-14. and 14. I have them going 4-13. and 13. Vegas has them at 5.5. I would bet the under. Yeah. Um, Bold predictions, worst defense in the league. Uh, not, I mean, you said they ranked 11th. They don't have anybody but Blitz no. play. And yeah. uh, I'm not a big Jamal Adams fan. Neither is Seattle. I think, <laughs> I think Tyler Lockett is going to be traded in the middle of the season. Um, I think he gets traded, and I think they lose that. One of those last members of the good old days, and uh, they move on. It's about time. But speaking of Blitz Boy, I can't wait for, I believe it's week four, Seattle versus Noah, Blitz Boy versus Slant Boy. 
That's a lot of black Air Force energy right there. Uh, it's time. It's time to head over to the East Coast now. We're 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 taking a plane ride. We're taking the red eye. We're going. We're stopping at Dallas. How about them Cowboys? It's about an average season for them. I feel like uh, they lost a lot of key people. Um, there's been no back-to-back winners in this division since the early 2000s, so that's not in their favor. Because it is a crapshoot, because all the teams are mediocre. They, you're right. I, I, I can't argue with that. I'm sorry, Mom and Dad, but you say it every year. They're mediocre. But my thing is they do still have some star power. Very little, though. But it doesn't matter because they're not disciplined. They never are. They have yes-men in their positions. For, or Jerry Jones has his own yes men, so they're they they're not going to be good until Jerry Jones gives up ownership of the team. But or go ahead, go ahead. Jerry said that Stephen A. was a Cowboys fan on first take. Jerry, I got a I got an answer for you. Even Cowboys fans don't want to be Cowboys fans. Uh, I I just like I, no no Cowboys fans I don't think like Jerry Jones. Like their their own fan base, some of them know it. There's delusional ones, yes. I I used to have a neighbor. Um, he's a Cowboys fan as well. And him and my dad and mom used to talk all Cowboys. It was a running gag how every year we would hear from across the driveway, "This is our year." It's it's been like twenty years now. Listen, the good old days of robbing people blind in trades. Is gone. Yeah, I, and they had they had losses on this team. You know, losing Amari Cooper, I think, is huge. I, I don't get me started on that trade. Um, Amari Cooper was a fantasy god for me for multiple years. Um, <laughs> Randy Gregory, uh, he had he had solid seasons in Dallas, but last year he really shot up his value contract year. Almost signed with him, but didn't like uh, the writing in the contract. <laughs> um, Leo Collins is gone. That's a hit to the offensive line who just lost Tyron Smith for probably until December or January, if they even make it into the playoffs for January. Cedric Wilson they lost, who was kind of like a slot guy for him. But they gained Dante Fowler, who I think can replace Randy Gregory. You know, He had some of his best seasons under Dan Quinn. Uh, they drafted Jalen Tolbert for wide receiver, who I think he can be a stub wide receiver. I don't expect a lot out of him, but I think he can come up with big plays. They're going to get Michael Gallup back, too. James Washington's going to miss about four or five weeks, but they add him to the receiving core. And they draft Tyler Smith, who's probably who's going to play guard, but probably going to take over Tyron Smith's job. Yeah. Um, I, you know, Smith was a pretty good offensive line prospect. And... I, you know, I think Jerry Jones has been delusional when he looks at this offensive line, but it's been past time to rebuild yeah. this line. Uh, Zach Martin is the, the last guy um, from those those dominant lines of a couple years past. But uh, as soon as they lost Frederick, I feel like this this should have been a complete rebuild job of this offensive line, and I think they're 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 gonna have to patchwork it now for the next couple seasons. Hundred percent agree. You know, Frederick was, I think. Him and Martin were just so dominant. That's, yeah. that's why the run game is so dominant. Tyron Smith, you know, he's he's a great talent, but he's always injured. 
he's never on the field. And the best thing in football is availability. That's what's going to get you a roster spot most of the time is availability. But let me hear some bold predictions for America's team. America's team, America's defense finishes outside the top 15. Um, I'm not in love with this unit, mainly because they lack a lot of discipline. Um, I'm not a huge Dante Fowler fan. I do like Micah Parsons. I do think Trayvon Diggs is better than he was last year in terms of just pure coverage. I mean, getting all those picks and, you know, being a playmaker is great. Can't give up the most yards in the league. So I think he's going to he's gonna trade some of those, those plays for better coverage. And this is a shocking one. I think their rushing attack will be subpar. Um, I, I don't like this offensive line a whole lot. I think it's being extremely overrated, especially now that Tyron Smith is out. I think they're going to have to rely on Dak, which yeah. is kind of a scary thought. Yeah. But he's had some good years, and I think they're going to have to rely on uh, running the ball through the air, You know, something that Kansas City has kind of made popular. I think they need to do something like that. Yeah, you know, it for me, I think the running backs are solid. Zeke still, I think, has one or two more years in him, if if healthy. He's always finished top ten in running backs when he's in Dallas. I, it may not happen this year. I want to go back to Trayvon Diggs a little bit. You know, we talked about most yards given up last year. Um. It was weird because there were divisional games where he was shut down and outside the division, that was it. And the division had some strong receivers like Terry McLaurin and Devonta Smith. So I do think he's going to improve a little bit. We saw some footage with, um, you know, Keenan Allen made an amazing catch against him. But the coverage looked good, except he didn't turn around. I don't think he's going to go for his many picks this year. You're not going to see the number of picks he did last year, which is okay because he's not going to be giving up the big plays and the yardage. But, you know, last year, 530 points scored first in the league. Gave up 358, which was seventh. They had the best line in football last year. Like you said, I don't think that happens again. I got, I think they go 9-8. and eight. Nine and 8 average, average Dallas them. season. Yeah, I'm at 9-8 and eight as well. Ceiling, I got 12-5. and five. If they run it through the air some of these games, I think they have a chance to blow out some of these opponents. You know, like, they, they could get in a lot of shootouts, and I could see them winning some of these shootouts. But there's their floor, 7-10. and 10. I don't think they go worse than that. They still have solid studs. Anything else you want to add? No. Nah, um, I think this is just a mediocre team. I think, yeah. I think it's mediocre average. Yeah, and like that's that's all Dallas has been for past what twenty years. Yep. I mean it's it's gonna be the same season. I'm I'm sorry, Dallas fans, but um, this this team I think's gonna be probably the division winners. Philadelphia just upgraded their roster. They went out and they made key acquisitions in free agency. Winners of the offseason yeah. for sure. This is year two, Jalen Hurts a starter. It's time to put up or shut up for him. I think he's going to have a better year. Who knows? But here's who they gain. Biggest guy, A.J. Brown. My second biggest guy for this team, Brad, James Bradbury from division rivals, New York Giants. 
Very good corner. And they they also got Hassan Reddick from Carolina, I believe. And they also drafted Jordan Davis. You know, we've talked about Jordan Davis before on our mock draft episode. How do you feel now that he's in Philly? I've seen some some good things from him. I'm not going to okay. lie. Um, I think he'll be better than I thought. I'm still not completely sold on him as a talent, but he's he's impressed me. He's impressed me more than I thought he would. Um, I still think Nicobe Dean was the steal of the draft, and it, it showed. He's He's been phenomenal. I think with Davis, um, the thing that helps him is he has Fletcher Cox next to him. Yeah. So I don't think he's going to have to do much. But I think they're also winners because they didn't lose a lot either. They lost Alex Singleton, who led the league or led the team in tackles, and then Rodney McLeod. That's a, that's it, really. And don't they just got uh, Chauncey Gardner Johnson? Um, yeah, they just got him. The other, was it yesterday? Yeah, yesterday. Yeah. That's a big. He brings a, a different energy. To the defense. Yes. He's a great annoyance. To he, he's kind of like a slot hybrid uh, corner, too. Yes. So that's something that's going to take a lot off the pressure for Slay and Bradbury. Um, They just traded Jalen Rieger today. Uh, Philly fans, I know you're probably excited Ooh. about that. But um, what? let me hear some bold predictions for him. I forget the first one. I've got Jalen Hurts finishing the season with 27 passing touchdowns. He had 16 last year. Um, I think adding A.J. Brown will just take his game to the next level. And I'm I'm choosing to believe some of the hype out of camp that he's improved as a passer. I saw his work ethic in college. The guy worked his ass off to, to get into the NFL. So I don't think he's just going to throw that opportunity away. And I think they're going to easily win this division. I think they're 10 times the team that the Cowboys are. And I think as long as Jalen Hurts takes care of the ball, their defense should be able to win some of these games by themselves. Yeah, I mean, this is their division to win. The thing is, do they stay healthy and are they, or are they going to collapse? That's how it is yeah. in the NFC East every year. So, but last year, uh, what, what's one word did you want to describe them as? Did you have exciting. one word? Exciting? This, this okay. is just a, an exciting season for... For Eagles fans, yeah. I, last year they were nine and eight, um, four hundred forty-four points. That was twelfth in the league. Three hundred fifty-five, eight given up. That's eighteenth. Uh, they were n- number one in rushing plays. They ran forty-nine point nine percent of the time, which, you know, they upgraded the receiving core. It might go down a little bit. It probably will if Jalen Hurts is pro- looking like a better passer, but who knows? Miles Sanders probably not getting those yardage, sadly. Um, they had the fourth best O line in football last year. They're a solid I line again. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, what'd you say? I said I think they'll stay there. I think the offensive yeah. line will will stay there, and I uh, I could see the Eagles leading leading the league in rushing for sure. Um, they got talent in the backfield. Yeah. Yes. And then I got them right now. I got them going 11 and 6. Same. 11 and 6. I'm taking the over on the Vegas odd of 9.5. Yeah. I, I was fluctuating between 11 and 6, 10 and 7. I feel like both of those are very probable. 
I just think that how with how bad the other two teams yeah. in this division are at the quarterback position, this defense is going to win them a lot of divisional games. Yeah, and then my ceiling for them is twelve and five. You know, they play in the NFC East division, so they they got some free games under their belt with the Giants and Washington. Like you said, floor if everything goes bad, eight and nine. Yeah, and then I'm sorry we we have to do this. We have to talk about Washington and the Giants. Uh, the Commanders, new name, same team, basically. Um, <laughs> what's really to talk about this team? They they trade for Carson Wentz. Uh, they got some. They have a, a solid receiving core, I will say, with Dotson and McLaurin and Logan Thomas. They're going to have to rely on their defense, even though their defense I don't think is that great. I think this offense is a big question mark, though. Carson Wentz, uh, Indianapolis pretty much said anyone but him. Yeah. Um, which will, you know, Indianapolis, the Colts, much better team than the Commanders, top to bottom. You have a better defense, a much better line, much, I mean, maybe Terry McLaurin, Jahan Dotson, maybe the receiving cores are similar, you know, but at the top, Terry McLaurin, Michael Pittman, you can go back and forth with yeah. them. Uh, but yeah, he, he downgrades his situation. Luckily for Washington, it's an upgrade. You know, Taylor Heineke didn't look that great. How much of an upgrade? Who knows? Upgrades, people. Upgrades. <laughs> um, you know, they only had really two key losses in uh, Brand Sheriff. You know, he was there for a while. Um, veteran yeah. lineman leader, and Landon Collins, who didn't look like himself in Washington. You know, he was nothing the player he was in New York. Let me hear some bold predictions for them, even though, you know, it's probably not going to happen. Well, uh, the one word I'll use to describe this team is weird. Okay. Uh, I like the talent on the defense a lot. I think they have one of the deepest front sevens. Their linebackers, I'm a big Cole Holcomb fan. I'm pretty sure he's still there. Yeah. Uh, I, I like this defense. Uh, I think it should be a lot better than it was last year. Well, my bold predictions, I think this defense can finish right outside the top ten, especially if Chase Young comes back and is actually a difference maker. They have the talent. You know, it, it's it's putting the talent together. And I just think it's weird how badly they underperformed after how good they looked in 2020. It kind of shocks some people. And then I have Terry McLaurin finishing the season with 100 catches. He had 77 last year. I think if I've seen anything from Carson Wentz, it's he's going to hyper-focus on people. We've heard that Jahan Dotson is, you know, great in camp or whatever. He's still a rookie. You know, they didn't waste the 16th pick on him for nothing. But Terry McLaurin is, he's the right type of receiver Carson Wentz needs because he catches everything that's contested. And uh, Carson Wentz loves to throw 50-50 balls. That's all he throws most of the time. He's <laughs> really 75-25. Yeah. <laughs> and, um... You know, I think I think the defense, it's going to be how much are they going to be on the field. If the offense is getting these three and outs and not staying on the field and doing consistent drives, I think the defense is going to get tired out. But I do think, at worst, they're not going to be worse than the 14th defense. Yeah, and uh, I'm glad you brought up staying on the field. Brian Robinson... Um... I hope he, you know, he gets back on the field. He's, you know, that whole situation happened. I hope he can get healthy, get on the field. But this this run game, 
is a mess. Uh, yeah. It seems like everyone has a million different roles. You know, they're saying Antonio Gibson is going to get 20 to 20, and then you, you bring someone else in the red zone, and you bring J.D. McKissick in on third downs, whatever. Whatever you want to do, Ron Rivera. But at the core, as a group, they're going to have to be the engine that powers his offense. Because we've seen what happens when Carson Wentz is asked to carry a team. And outside of, you know, maybe one or two seasons early in his career, it's not pretty. It's ass. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> Put it lightly, yes. You know, last year, 7-10 and 10 with Taylor Heineke. 335 points scored, 23rd in the league. 434 points given up. Most of those were probably against Dallas. They just looked awful against them. <laughs> um, they, I mean, their own defense was fighting each other. It was like fight club out there. Uh, that was 25th ranked. Uh, they ran a lot in last season, 44.6%. That was 7th. They had a top 10 offensive line. They were ranked number 6. That I didn't know. That's not happening again. That's I definitely mean, not happening again with Sheriff. There's not a new <laughs> sheriff in town, though, to replace him. Um, I have him going 6-11, probably. I mean, that's, that's a little high, listen. I think, still. Uh. I have him going 6-11 as well. Uh, you said they went 7-10 with Taylor Heineke. Yeah. There was some fluky games in there yeah. that they did not deserve to win. Yeah, And then ceiling, 8-9. There's, there's yeah. no way they're above 500 at all. <laughs> Floor, you'll win three games at least. You know, probably two of them will be against the Giants, but you'll win. Who was the other win I had for them? Um, Atlanta, Atlanta. They they can probably beat Atlanta. You never know. <laughs> um, I don't want to waste any more time on Washington. Uh, they're just they're yeah, just that's not uh, not waste a whole lot of time on the next team yeah. either. And, you know, New York Giants. They got Brian Dabble. That's about it. Um, Wait, stop right there. That's the perfect segue into my one word to describe my cheetah. There we go. Two words. Next year. <laughs> that is Next year. This is an audition season for everyone on that team, yeah. especially you, Danny Dimes. Especially oh, he, you. He's good. He's not going to be on uh, the Giants next year. I, that's my <laughs> prediction. But that's not really a bold take, I feel like. I mean, America's seen how he played, and yeah. He can't hold on to a football. I mean, I think Kenny Pickett has a better chance to hold on to football. Than I, I mean, the pick the pick that he threw, his first pick against Tampa Bay last year on, I think it was a Monday night game. I was yeah. watching the game, and I he threw it directly to the defensive lineman. I mean, there, there was no one. There wasn't a receiver, a running back in the area. It was an offensive lineman, and his back was turned to Danny Dimes. <laughs> and Daniel Jones just was like, here you go, Tampa Bay. Here's this ball. I, I, I think it's yours. But what do you expect out of a player you drafted from Duke? I mean, they drafted them high, too. Duke is a pretty decent university. I expect a decent IQ. And yeah, I mean, I, I get seen, that. haven't seen that. I get that, but did you expect him to be a great quarterback when he's coming from Duke? I mean, Come on, New Listen, York. last last year when we started this on season one, I said, tearing it down. There's nothing on the There's... walls. Take the Super Bowl trophies out. Eli Manning's not coming back. <laughs> Take Tom that Coughlin's poster not down. coming back. <laughs> yes, I've upgraded this. I like Brian DeBull. I think he's going to rebuild this team. I like what they're doing. But it need, it, we can't mothbomb the house. There's too much stink. There's too much stench. Burn it down. 
<laughs> burn it down. We're gonna we're gonna move into a nice new neighborhood yes. next season. I, we're gonna and, move and out the, of. We're gonna move to Queens. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they're thinking. But they they drafted two studs in Thibodeau, who's hurt, and Evan Neal, who um, is a, a he he's not human. <laughs> yeah, he's, but, they built him in a lab. Here's the thing: the first play I see from him, he misses a block. Uh, hey, not, listen. Not listen, a good. He's used. He's used to playing with other players that are also of equal IQ. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he's, it's going to take time for him to get used to playing on a good team like yeah. Alabama, uh, who might take a game off the Giants this season. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, they they had some losses. I put that um, with quotes and Evan Ingram. <laughs> who lost the ability? He lost the ability to catch in uh, in New York. Then the other one, um, Logan Ryan. I mean, oh wow, yeah, the old safety. I mean, Brad. But they cut Bradbury. Did they cut him near the end of the season? Uh, you know, the, was yeah, it in the off season? Off season. It yeah, was. Season. I mean, that's probably the biggest. I don't even know if I want to read last year's stats. Um, no, we don't have to, man. We can go straight to my bold predictions if you want. Yeah, let's go straight to the bold predictions because the only one I do want to read this is pretty. This is pretty high for them. I'm shocked they made it this far. O line was thirtieth. Uh, <laughs> that's pretty high for them, I will say. Well, Evan Ingram was not helping them because he can't block either. Well, I mean, he can't catch, so I, I guess it's all right <laughs> that they lost him. But uh, let me hear this bold prediction. Uh, like I said, next year is the words that I'm using to describe the yeah. team. That's what the giant wins the draft. You know, yeah. where we, it's time to rebuild the team. Uh, nobody on this defense generates fifty plus pressures. Um, Thibodeau being hurt, he's a rookie and he's the best defensive lineman they have, and that's uh, it's saying something. Yeah. And then I have Saquon Barkley finishes the season with thirteen hundred yards from scrimmage. That entails that he stays healthy, which is a bold prediction in and of itself. But I think he's going to be the only bright spot on this offense. Um, maybe Kadarius Tony. Very small. Very yeah, small. You know, it's spot. like it's like yeah, kind of like a. a I mean, this is this is a lot actually. Of sunlight. This is a lot of this is <laughs> this is a lot of bright spot. Um, yeah, Saquon. I keep hearing how like he's great. I believe it when I see it. If he's healthy, yeah, he's great. But availability is the best trait in football, and he ain't available. He, is. he ain't available. I don't I care if he has quads or anything. I I need him healthy. Thirteen hundred yards from scrimmage. My other one, I didn't say it, but I'm going to say it. I had Kadarius Tony finishing with a thousand yards, but then I I thought about Daniel Jones as a quarterback, and I uh, took that one back. Um, yeah, put that back in the lab. Kind of yeah, yeah, but Saquon with thirteen hundred yards from scrimmage. That's very doable. I thought at first you were saying 1,300 rushing yards for uh, Saquon, oh, and no. I, was like, total, I was like, hold total. up now, big fella. Hold total. up. I was going to say, but I think those are, the first one's very doable. Um, yeah, at best, probably like 6 and 11, 5 and 12. I have them at 5 and 12. Yeah. And then their floor is probably like 3 and uh, 14. Yeah. Uh, ceiling, there is no ceiling. Uh, ceiling there, is the roof. And that is yeah. not a miss saying. It is literally the yeah. roof. You are, you are at the roof. Uh, it's just, uh, I don't know, 
like you said, next year. We'll we'll see you guys next year. That's that's our giant segment for the year. It was glad talking about him. That's probably it for the rest of the year. But um, let's go on to the NFC North. Green Bay. We'll start out with uh, the father of the fathers of the division, basically. Um, no Devontae Adams. Is it going to be a big problem in Green Bay? Who knows? It doesn't look like it's off to a great start, but you never know. They're still a solid team. They gained to replace Devontae Adams with Sammy Watkins, baby. Week one's going to be stellar. Sammy, I haven't had a 1,000-yard season since 2014. Watkins. This is exactly what I've been waiting for. Sammy Watkins is the greatest receiver in NFL history on week one. The rest of the season, he's either injured or he's, he's just not on the field. Oh, wait, he, he is on the field. You just, you just, just don't see him. him. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's just not man. doing a whole lot. Um, They also drafted uh, Chris Watson and Romeo Dobbs for the receiving core. Other than that, is there any other key gains that you think? Not really. Um, yeah. Steady is the word I used to describe this team, and I think that's perfect. Yeah. This is just a steady team. Uh, you know, you look at their offense, missing Devontae is huge, but it's Aaron freaking Rodgers. I'm not betting against him. Uh, he owns Lambeau at this point. They're probably going to build, the, if they build a new stadium, it'll probably be named after him or Brett Favre. Uh, you know, <laughs> so. You're not wrong. <laughs> uh, they had three big losses, one Adams. And then uh, Zadarius Smith was a big loss, I felt like, even though I felt like at times he was overrated as a player. But yeah. it's still a loss. And MVS, you know, he was in, he was solid part of the receiving core. But he's just going to be running straight lines in Kansas City. Same thing he was doing in Green Bay, basically. <laughs> um, 13-4 and four last year. 450 points scored, 10th in the league, 371 given up, 13th in the league. O-line was 14th, and Aaron Rodgers won MVP. What's the bull prediction for this year, my man? Best defense in the league, and they carry Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers has never been able to hear that um, because he's never had a defense. He's, he's never had a defense this good. This this defense is phenomenal. It's where all their talent is. You bring in an offensive coach, and for some reason, he decides I'm gonna get spend all my time getting talent on the on the defensive side of the ball. But best defense, I have Alan Lazard finishing the season with 12 touchdowns. All the hype is on Romeo Dobbs and Christian Watson. Listen, they may end up being key pieces to this offense. I would bet that they are. But the Lizard King is right there, people. I don't think he's going anywhere. People are, are overthinking this. Whether he finishes the season as the wide receiver one, it's it's to be seen. But he had eight touchdowns last season, Tommy. Is yeah. four more really that bold? And that was eight not playing the whole season. Exactly. But what is bold is, like, you, you're saying Green Bay is going to have a defense. Are you okay? Are you sick? <laughs> I, Green Bay and defense, that should not be in the same sentence. Is this actually going to happen? It, listen, they had a good defense last year. They've had a good defense the last couple of years, and it just keeps getting better. And I think this is the pinnacle. 
This it, is you peak. know how hilarious it would be for a defense to win Green Bay a championship and not Aaron Rodgers. Now, what if the defense steps up and the <laughs> offense underperforms in the playoffs? Oh wow! That I mean that that is man that would be like Freaky Friday. Yeah, It'd be switching places. I, I mean, well, I mean, it I mean, kinda, it kind of already happened. Yeah, it already yeah, did. Yeah, but yeah. if it happens again, <laughs> I don't want to hear. Oh, Aaron Rodgers never had defensive help in the playoffs. No, we saw what happens when he had defensive help. He did nothing in Lambo against his against Kyle Shanahan. Kyle Shanahan's like everyone's father in the league. I feel like besides like a couple people, besides like Tom Brady, I feel like. Well, yeah, we own we own Lambo. It's yeah. kind of like our second home in January. We just rent the place. It's out a winter a home. Bit. Yeah, <laughs> we're kind of done. Yeah. No, we don't go to California for the winter. We come to Lambo. Then you guys want to <laughs> ski? Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I got them going twelve and five, ceiling fourteen and three, floor ten and seven. Yep. But I think there is a chance that this other team can win the division. The Minnesota Vikings. Uh, I was going to say Chicago Bears. Uh, next year. Next year. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, next year. Uh, you know, Vikings, this uh, new coaching staff, new Kevin O'Connell. O'Connell. Star-studded offense, I think. You know, you still got Jefferson and Cook. They're studs. Listen, Adam Thielen is such a hard worker. He's just, he just, he, Adam Thielen is that guy, pal. He, listen, he only had like 600, 700 yards last year. He still had 10 touchdowns. He breaks ankles in the red zone. He's, he, he, and then he catches the ball, and, he, and then it's a touchdown. He does that in the red zone all the time. Adam Thielen, Irv Smith, dog. <laughs> Justin Jefferson, dog. Dalvin Cook, dog. Dog. And they want, to, they want to trade Alexander Madison. I don't, I don't know. That's not a good idea. Dalvin Cook I know is that. good for five five missed games a season. And he might get suspended. I, that is TBD. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying, I wouldn't trade him if, if he's going to be hurt five games and suspended on top of these post games. But let's see who they added. Zadarius Smith and Jordan Hicks, who we mentioned earlier. Big parts of the defense right there. Which they, they need it. They need it. The purple man-eaters are, are long gone. Yeah, I mean, they, they lose Anthony Barr, who he's pretty fast for a linebacker, but that's about it. Um, I mean, that Madden rating, that Madden speed rating went crazy. That's When I was doing franchises, that's the linebacker I wanted. That's my user linebacker right there. Uh, His best years were definitely behind him. Yeah, and then... They lost Xavier Woods. No, not the wrestler on TV. There's a safety name, Xavier <laughs> Woods. He was actually pretty good in Dallas and Minnesota. And then uh, they lost the defensive tackle, Pierce. Um, you know, he's kind of a veteran on the team. But they're they're trying to go better than 8-9, and nine, and I think they will. Let me hear some bold predictions. I'm pouring gasoline all over the stove. Listen, this man has thrown for 5,000 yards before. Mike Zimmer... Hated him. He wanted five yards in a cloud of dust football. They're finally bringing my my son, my favorite player, 
back. He's not really my favorite player, but one of my favorite players. Back to glory. Kirk Cousins will throw for 5,000 yards. They're going to unlock Kirk. He still won't win Monday night games. He probably still won't win a playoff game, but the offense is going to be electric. And Justin Jefferson leads the league in yards and targets. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Kirk? MVP? I didn't say all that. 5,000 yards? Staff- yes. I do have Matthew Stafford breaking the passing yards record. 5,000? Over yes. 5,000? He had 4,200 last year. They're going to give him an extra 800, passing the ball more. Okay. All right. Uh, all right. Uh, I mean, that is very bold of you, Mr. Navarro. Um, I got this team going right now 11 and 6. Got them 10 and 7. 10 and 7. I, I think they're ceiling 13 and 5. Wait, that doesn't make sense. 13 and 13 4. 13 and 4. Yeah. Yep. Sorry, I, I, I can't do that. Um, the floor, 9 and 8. They're not going to be worse than 500. What do you think? I like that. And then, I, the word I used is underrated, man. This they are very underrated. underrated. It is. I, I think Justin Jefferson's going to have a big year. But this team that I probably won't go over 500 is Detroit. The Lions. You don't disrespect Dan Campbell. I, like I love Dan Campbell. I, this I, team This team's winning the division. Off of maybe, pure passion. Maybe next for the, year. For the game. For the No, this year. I, they Dan Campbell. Golf. I don't care. Jared Goff. Okay. He he's not a dog. He's a Chihuahua. <laughs> that's a that's a breed of dog. But it's not like that dog dog. You know what I mean? It's a purse dog. <laughs> he's he's gotten carried before. Yeah, but he will get carried again. Who's carrying Jared Goff on this team? <laughs> Who? Offensive line and DeAndre Swift. Okay, yeah, that could happen, but I don't see it happening right now, at least. Right now. Give him, give him till next year. But I still want to watch him. I'm, I'm a, I like Dan Campbell a lot. You know, can they climb out of the basement this year of that NFC North and make it to the top? Well, mm. Chicago's in their division, so I would hope so. No more basement. Yeah, I hope so. They, they added DJ Chart. Aiden Hutchinson. Uh, DJ Chark adds solid, I think, overall wide receiver core. I th- I still think he's got a lot of talent. I feel like he was kind he's, of misused in Jacksonville. And then Aiden he's, Hutchinson. He's an, he's an average amazing. receiver. Yeah. yeah, Aiden Hutchinson, the Michigan guy. He's a he's staying in Michigan. Um, ain't shit in Michigan, but he's uh, he's trying to bring something there. He's trying to bring a title to the Detroit Lions, Tommy. I read the other day, he's still living at home. Great. That's a great way to say money. I know. Shout, I know. Out, shout out to Ocho Cinco. <laughs> Child, please. Um, <laughs> what, what, I mean, they didn't lose a lot. They lost Trey Flowers, which they're not losing a lot in him. He was awful with them. That was a Matt Patricia guy. Um, Last year, 3-13, and 13, 325 points scored. They gave up 467 points. That, that was not happen again. That was not last though. 
Uh, O-line was 13th. You think it's going to be better than 13th this year? I have them ranked in the top five. That's my bold prediction. Oh, 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 okay. Okay. Let me, let me hear another bold prediction out of them. I think they're going to make the run at a wild card. Okay. I have them at 89. Yeah. It, okay. So I, I have them six and 11, ceiling nine and eight. Okay. There is a ceiling for this team. <laughs> the ceiling's not the real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Floor, they, they're as bad as they were last year. Hard Knocks is a complete flop, and it didn't help at all. Listen, Dan Campbell, one word, it's passionate. Everyone on this team is passionate. They have a mission. Their mission is to not be ass, and I believe in them. I think I they can do it. In them. They'll do it, but I, it's Detroit, man. There's nothing good in Detroit. No, you can have something in Detroit. You can have a passionate football team that you enjoy watching for the first time in 30 years. The last time there was passionate fans in Detroit, we saw a brawl break out in the, the arena and for okay. the Pistons. All right, all right. Listen, stop. All right. Okay, stop disrespecting Detroit. I'm not I was just like you at one point. I was just like you. What do you and mean? I, and like then Dan you. Campbell. I like Dan, Dan Campbell. Campbell. I like him. Dan. Dan Campbell preached the I'll, word of football. Give, give him one more year, and they will win ten games. Well, if he goes three and thirteen this season, he might not get one more year. As I think they'll keep him is. just because he's emotional, and they like they probably like that because it gives them views and ticket sales. All right, okay, eight and nine, book it. All right, uh, someone who's not going eight and nine, even if they reach their ceiling, the Chicago Bears. The Bears. The Bears. Nothing. New era. It's rebuild time. They cleaned house. They didn't lose anything, really, besides, uh, oh, no, they did. They lost uh, uh, Khalil Mack, Al Robinson, but they didn't gain anything at all, really. (laughs) Well, I mean, can you blame them? No. It's Chicago. It's the Bears. The Bears. Um, They have Justin Fields, I think, could be a great fantasy uh, quarterback depending on how it looks for Chicago in some of these games. Let me hear some bold predictions. Robert Quinn's getting traded midseason. That's not really bold. That just needs to happen. Yeah. And uh, the other one is Justin Fields drags this team to a respectable record. What's respectable for Chicago? 5-12. and 12. Okay, good. 5-12. That's, that's my prediction this year, 5-12. and 12. <laughs> Because... With how bad the roster looks on paper, two and fifteen is well within that, the possibility. That's the floor for me. Two and fifteen. <laughs> so and then, I'm going to say five and twelve is respectable. Their ceiling, I have seven and ten. That's if okay. cards aligned and they they get twenty one right off the bat in blackjack. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's the NFC North. That's really about it for the North, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, we move down south. We'll start off with Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, Adam Schefter reported that Tom Brady will be making uh, the 53-man roster. Uh, shout oh, out to him. Really? Yeah. I, you know, he's getting up there in age. I thought, I, I thought he was getting we cut. Might, might have a Borderline. Cut. Borderline. Yeah. 
He was really competing with Kyle Trask. Kyle Trask. was really... <laughs> Kyle Trask. I mean, you never know. That I like to call this one Tampa Bay, last ride. Um, yeah, that's hey, that's the exact words I used. I used last ride. Great minds thinking alike, man. I, I mean, we're killing it today. We're like, I, I don't know what the word is. I'm not that smart. Where it's like, we're on the same wavelength. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we're synced up. We're synced, synced up. up. There we go. That's a good way to describe it. Um. Early injuries in Tampa. They lost stuff, key parts of their offensive line. I think that's about it for injuries. Other than that, I don't think there's any injuries on the defensive side. Russell Gage, I don't know if he's going to be there week one, but he's kind of a slot receiver, so it's not like, like, oh, my God, we lost Russell Gage. What are we going to do? They are. They're cautiously optimistic with Chris Godwin. I don't see it happening either. Yeah, I just give him a couple weeks, but even when he's – Back, he, I think he's going to have a good season. Yeah. Um, they gained Keanu Neal and Logan Ryan for the defense. Veteran guys that you know what you're going to get out of them, I feel like. Keanu mm-hmm. Neal, I think, had yep. a great year last year uh, coming off injury. Logan Ryan's still solid. He moved from corner to free safety. And then um, they new tight end in town. With Gronk gone, they got Cade Otten. Maybe Gronk, probably not. Um, and then they don't lost. you disrespect Michael Mayer like that ever again. <laughs> you 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 hush your lips right now. Don't you ever use that nickname on anyone else but Michael Mayer. <laughs> then <laughs> I, I can't believe. You. End it. Cut it. Producers, I I, I want out. I am the producer. <laughs> I, and you're not getting out of this. You signed. You signed on. You're finishing. Um, Jordan Whitehead's gone, and Ronald Jones is gone, but Ronald Jones isn't that much of a loss. Oh, darn. Gronk, Gronk gone's a loss when he is on the field, because him he's, and Brady listen, are... He's, he's, he's only gone until week 10, you know? I don't, I don't know. know. No matter your time, it, I don't know, it, man. I think he's done. When, I think you'll see Julian Edelman over with Brady. him. You'll see Julian Edelman I, over him. I, really? Bold yes. Prediction? That's my bold prediction. retirement? Yeah, he's coming to New England. We'll save him for next episode. <laughs> uh, one could dream. But 13-4 and four last year, 511 points. That was second. Only gave up 353. That was fifth. O-line was second in football. May take a little bit of a hit with some of the injuries, but it just seems like whenever Tom Brady's on a team, these duds of an offensive lineman, they perform. That is one of my bold predictions. The yeah. offensive line finds a way to rank in the top five still. Yeah. I mean, uh, I think it's because, you know, they're allowed to come back a little bit more, at least the tackles are, because he steps up in the pocket. But I don't know. I I just don't I, I don't get how it happens. I really don't. He just wills them, man. It's <laughs> I guess so. I guess. I, I mean, he will. I, I've seen him will lineman before in uh, New England. It was special. I miss him very much, but um, I have him going 12 and 5. 11 and 6. 11 and 6. Okay. Ceiling, 14 and 3. That's if Tom Brady um, turns back the clock like five years. What do you. He just. He led the league in yards. Last year, and I know. I'm pretty but, sure in touchdowns, but I, I know. I just I don't know if it can happen again. 
I don't know. He's on HGH, people. What do you mean it can't happen again? He he missed 11 days of training camp, man. Oh, yes, training camp. He's got he's got stuff going on in his life, all right? His head's his uh, head's not all the way there. All right. He's worried about the crypto market, all right? Hey, listen, now some other bold prediction is Tom Brady leads the league in touchdowns again. I just it's death taxes and Tom Brady throwing touchdowns and it's at this point do you, deal with do you Tom hate Brady it? gonna keep playing? Do you hate it as much as he used to, or do you just like eh, it is what it no, is? No, because he's not on New England, so Oh. It, it, okay. It, uh well the floor form is nine and eight for me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna something leave New England teams, man. I'm just gonna leave Oh, what about him? You got you got something to say to the to Boston teams? No, uh, no, let's just move on. Move on. Yeah, let's move on. Let's Let's move on. Let's let's go to NOLA. That's probably going to be the second best team in the division. I almost said league, but it's going to be division. They they got no more Sean Payton. Sean Payton, Drew Brees era is over. It doesn't matter because they got J-Bo, and we're going to be eating dubs in the bayou. Eating dubs and eating crab legs. That's what's going to happen. Oh, he loves him some crab legs. Yes. Loves he's him got, some crab he's legs. He's got the LASIK. And... He gonna let he gonna air that thing out. Thank you. The offense ends up top ten passing and receiving yards. That is he my gonna air that prediction. thing out. He's got. He is gonna air it out. This might be one of his best receiving cores. You know, he always had Mike Evans, but it was then like after that, who else? Deshaun Jackson. Yeah, who else is yeah. there? Um, <laughs> he probably like had a pulled hamstring week one in Tampa. Yeah. Probably. Um, they they gained Chris Olave and Jarvis Landry for those receiving cores. I think they're both good. I think I know Jarvis Landry's a solid receiver. I think Olave is going to be a great receiver. Have Chris Olave winning Offensive Rookie of the Year with J. Bo throwing to him. Hundred percent. Think yeah. I think he was the best receiver in the draft. Um, J. Bo going to air that thing out. That's today. Death taxes and Jameis Winston throwing. Throwing bombs. That's a W. That's a W take right there. Eat that W. I'm Eat it. I'm not doing that on camera. Eat I'm not. No, no. Okay. No, All right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, they also added Tyron Matthew, you know, the honey badger. Um, he wanted to get He's paid for years. But leader. great, great asset to the team. And Marcus May. This defense is is yeah. really good. Still really good. Uh, Jameis Winston doesn't throw thirty interceptions. This team should pretty easily make the playoffs. I think uh, the roster is still still pretty solid. As long as Kamara doesn't get uh, suspended, I don't I don't see why this offense can't be legal. Yeah, I mean they didn't they didn't lose really much. Only Armstead, but I have them going. Well, last year they went nine and eight, and their O line ranked eighteenth. But they ran the ball almost fifty percent of the time, forty eight point five percent. That was third in the league. Well, they had Taysom Hill. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. I have them going ten and seven. Same. Okay. Good. Good to know. I'm, I'm glad we're similar on that. I feel like it's not rebuild time yet. It's coming very close. 
if Jameis Winston is bad, it you gotta it's time yeah, to you, you gotta move on. But there's like it's kind of like that Sean Payton team still there, just a different head coach. Yeah, yep. Um, ceiling twelve and four or uh, twelve and five, and then floor seven and ten. Especially yeah. since they'll they'll face Atlanta twice, and then. Anything else you want to add for New Orleans? Solid. Just solid. solid. That yeah. was my one word. Just a solid team. And then all onto a not so solid team from last year. Carolina Panthers. Matt Rule, this is your last chance. Baker You're Mayfield. Going back to Baylor, big fella. You this is this <laughs> Yeah, is probably. It. Yeah. Well, we said no, nah, we didn't say that. We said he was going to be the Alabama OC. And that's yeah. exactly what's going to happen. Bill O'Brien's going to come take your job, and you're going to go learn under Nick Saban for a season. I I don't see any lies to that statement. They <laughs> they added Baker. With, they they got a average quarterback now. It's no longer out of prime Cam Newton and Sam Darnold. Um, they didn't really add much else, did they? Oh, they added a little bit to the receiving core, but other than that, did they add anything else? Uh, getting J.C. Horn back will be massive for that cornerback room. Um, I think they're losing Derrick Brown for a little bit, but, uh, you know, defense is still pretty solid. Um, I have this this team down as interesting. I don't really know how to feel about them because I don't know what Baker we're going to get. That's true. Um, if this is If Baker Mayfield plays well and he can play above the last couple seasons we've seen him, this could be a very interesting division because the Panthers' defense can compete with people. And this offense, if you get a Christian McCaffrey that's healthy and DJ Moore, that offense can beat some people. Yeah. I mean, Chris McCaffrey's amazing talent. He's just – I love watching him play. He's just so gritty and he's a, <laughs> he's a special guy out there. <laughs> um, they lost Hassan Reddick, who that's a big loss for the defense. That was one of their defensive leaders. Last year they went five and twelve with just a mess of a roster. I mean, people in and out. Sam Darnold was QB, Cam Newton was QB, PJ Walker was QB. Mm. They barely scored three hundred points. They gave up four hundred and four. Their old line was worse than the Giants. They were ranked 31st. That surprises me, actually. Which, that that old line's going to need to hold up for Baker. Absolutely. He's not mobile at all. He's, <laughs> he's a statue. I mean, he's not a statue. He's a little bit more mobile than Jimmy Garoppolo. But he's small yeah. and he's slow, which is not a good combination. L- let me hear some bold predictions for them. Uh, defense surprises people. I think this defense can be pretty good. I think they can they can compete. I think they'll be better than they were last year with J.C. Horn. And I have Robbie Anderson becomes irrelevant again. Um, doubles his production, possibly. Sam Darnold didn't look his way. I guess Robbie Anderson slept with his wife or something. I don't know. He just he was non-existent on the football field. Um, that can't happen again. I think Baker, you know, for if anything, he can spread the ball around. And when he's not asked to hyper-target OBJ 15 times a game, 
he's a pretty solid quarterback. So Baker can slang that thing. I mean, sometimes we we talked about it a little bit on our um, on the fantasy podcast. He studies the route tree, like you said. He he's a very scripted guy. He wants yep. to know what you're doing when you're doing it. Which I think this is the right offense for that. I have him going nine and eight. Eight and nine. I think at best they go ten and seven and floor six and eleven. Yep. I don't think there's a lot of change from their no, series. So it's just, yeah. So it's just an average roster that could maybe surprise some people. And we end it with such a great team in Atlanta. Listen, people, le- listen. This team, it's not a shit show. It's a pitch show. It's Kyle Pitts, people. It's all Kyle Pitts. Uh, let me see if I might have, like, uh, some uh, a drum joke right there for you. That, that got added in. Um, it, it's Kyle Pitts' team right now in uh, Drake London. That's about it. They they added Marcus Mariota. <laughs> Which is actually a downgrade for Matt Ryan. Very much a downgrade, in my opinion. Marcus Mariota uh, basically just ran the ball in Vegas. I, yep. I don't remember him seeing throw a lot, but somehow that got him a starting job. Uh, Cordell Patterson's still there. Other than that, I let me hear some bold predictions for him. Got Kyle Pitts, leads all tight ends in yards, targets, touchdowns, and receptions. Not on, and just, just tight ends. Not everybody, just tight ends. Which is saying something when you got Mark Andrews and, and Travis Kelsey. And I've got Desmond Ritter taking Mariota's job by week eight. I just, listen, if you're going to start Marcus Mariota, it's because you think he's okay and he can keep you competitive. This isn't a competitive roster as it is, so why not just start the rookie? Yeah. And do, do you think the rookie's ready? I, I haven't seen much of him in uh, preseason. I don't think Marcus Mariota is good. And that's yeah. why I'll say the rookie's ready. Not okay. because Desmond Ritter has shown me anything, but he has looked okay in the preseason. All right, fair enough. Um... I have them going a whopping probably five and twelve. I have them at five and twelve. I was going to say four and thirteen, but ceiling. Listen, I gotta go ahead. I have to respect them. I have Seattle at four and thirteen, and you know, I just as bad as Marcus Mariota may be, Drew Locke is on the Seattle Seahawks, and he has the potential to start some games. So I just I can't I can't. Bring it's a QB battle there in Seattle. <laughs> but, you know, the ceiling for Atlanta, I'll go seven wins. Yeah. Floor, zero wins. Oh, my uh, goodness. No, I'm kidding. Probably, like, two or three wins. That's their floor. It's very. I feel like it's very rare to see a team go 0-17. Yeah, you know, even... Even the Lions didn't do it last year. Yeah. They They couldn't buy a win. And this, yeah, and they were they looked amazing like in some of their games. They were close competitive games. Yeah, they'd be up by a touchdown with like three yeah. minutes left and it'd be a total collapse. And Justin or Tucker Justin would, Tucker yeah. hits a sixty six yard field goal and breaks a record, you know, just very unlucky. 
Very unfortunate. It's a travesty. We love Dan Campbell here. But that is it for our NFC predictions. We'll come back at you soon with the AFC. Jordan, anything else you want to add for NFC? No. Uh, I hope the 49ers win this this conference. I hope we're in the Super Bowl. But uh, that's pretty much it. Mm-hmm. Anything else you want to add before we start the AFC? Any, anything you want to throw out there uh, to, to tease the audience? Um, Kenny Pickett should be starting for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Okay. All right. Mr. Small Hands. Mr. Kenny Two Gloves. Not Teddy Kenny. Mr. Fake Slide. Mr. Fake Slide. He's not Mr. Big Chest. I, I, I'm not going to give no, him that no. title. No. Um, there's only one Mr. Big Chest in Pitt, and he lost his mind. Um... <laughs> That's that's really about it for today's episode of The Locker Room. Jordan, it's great to be back in the studio with you. I miss doing this with you. It's always a pleasure. Of course, man. You know, it's it's football season. We're here. It's, it's next Thursday. It's 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 the Bills. It's the Rams. Yeah. It's a shootout. Hopefully not. But It's a shootout. Oh, hopefully not. But it's, it's going to be a game. We're going to do that football. They are going to do that football, people. And at SoFi Stadium, biggest stadium in football. It's going to be a spectacular opening night, I will say. But that is it for now. We hope you guys enjoyed this episode of The Locker Room. We will see you guys soon. Have a good one. Peace.